0: Good morning again. Welcome to the house of the Lord. How many like to get gifts sometimes? How many like to get a gift sometimes? All two of you. How many like to give gifts? Oh, more people like to give gifts and get gifts. I guess that's a good sign. Hallelujah. We know the greatest giver of all time is God himself. He gave his life for us. At the same time, he gave to the church a part of himself that is, we know, the Holy Spirit to live in us, to help us, to encourage us, to teach us, to comfort us, to empower us, to enable us, to give us strength beyond ourselves. In First Corinthians chapter twelve, we read about nine gifts that were given to the church. How many like to have all nine of them? Yeah. I believe we can actually have all nine of them from, from time to time as we need them. There are some days where you need more wisdom than other days. Now we're going to take the time to read the text a bit here. First Corinthians chapter 12. By this time, Paul is really into his letter, the 12th chapter. And he wants to inform the people, the readers, about the spiritual gifts that the Lord has given to the church. Because perhaps there was some kind of competition that was going on. Well, I have this gift, and you don't have that gift, and I have that gift. Paul said later, don't not everyone speaks in a different language. Not everyone has that gift. But let's read. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to the dumb idols. Now that's just like, in our, in our terminology, dumb idols. Um, This is a, the dumb idols couldn't speak. They were just blocks of wood carved carvings, stone. There was nothing to it. And people were led astray. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is accursed. Did you catch that? No one speaking by the Spirit of God, says Jesus is accursed, And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There were other kinds of spirits, and there are other kinds of spirits in the world in opposition to god we know that that we are in a spiritual warfare and there's a need for the church to have discernment or distinguishing or understanding which spirit is the true spirit of god which is the what's going on over here doesn't 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 look right doesn't sound right doesn't feel right doesn't And that's the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's one of the nine gifts. So we'll read. Let's read on. There are varieties of gifts, verse 4, but the same Spirit. There are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. How many denominations do we have in our world or in a community? For whatever reason, tradition, or taste, or just where you were raised, God uses every person that seeks Him and worships Him from their heart. There are varieties of ministries, the same Lord, verse 6, and there are varieties of effects. What effects has to do, there are... There are varieties of outcomes, but the same God works all things in all persons. Now, I want you to get a hold of this next verse because this is for everyone. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. In other words, God Himself, the Holy Spirit, when He comes into your life and you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you admit your need for Him, He comes in to live inside of us, and now we have the we have the gift of God the Holy Spirit living in us to live a life that makes sense. That fits our needs. That helps us when we face trial. and helps us when we are struggling to make both ends meet or we're figuring out how we're going to make all this turn out. It makes sense out of things. Verse 8, for to one is given the word of wisdom. Now we'll go through these kind of, we'll, we'll pause a little bit because the wisdom is the first one how many like wisdom amen if we were to define wisdom we would say something like wisdom is knowing how to put things into practice knowing not just not knowledge not en, it's not enough just to have the knowledge but the how the how to or the when to and the when not to or to see things as God would see them, even one of the best definitions I've ever heard of. Wisdom is seeing things from God's point of view. Do you remember when King Solomon had wisdom that God gave to him because he asked God for wisdom, and you know that story, remember the baby story, the the two two ladies who had, they both had babies, one dies, the other one sneaks and takes that baby and pretends it's her own, and of course then, King Solomon, being a wise man of God, says, bring me a sword. And You know, what was, he, what was he really going to cut that baby in half? But he had the wisdom to bring out the truth. And so, of course, then the real mother said, no, 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 don't do that. And so now he knew. Where did that wisdom come from? James 1 says that we can ask for wisdom if we lack it. And he will give it to us. Without measure. Well, the first thing I think we, you and I can realize is that when we're in a pickle, right? Pickles. When we're in a tight spot. Ask God for wisdom and say, say it like this, Lord, what do I need to do or not do? And He, I believe he can give us, and sometimes we need a time to think on it. Sometimes it may come to you in a moment's time. Wisdom is outside of ourself. Wisdom is the gift that comes from the Holy Spirit here as we're reading about. And to another he gives the word of knowledge. How does that work? You're driving down the road, for example, and it comes to you, there is a certain person that needs help or you see a, you see a picture or you you get a thought it's almost like a revelation an eye opener you need to pray you don't know exactly always what it is sometimes you do know what it is a word of knowledge is being able to have the understanding with the help of the holy spirit does that make sense? You may have a word of knowledge to a certain individual today that will encourage them. You may have a word just for them that God's given to you to speak to them—a word of knowledge. That God's going to do something grand and special. That God is going to give you a way where there seems to be no way. These are all. This is. The, these are the first two. The next one is to another, faith. Faith is what all of us need, at least a measure. In Romans it says we've been given a measure, some kind of faith. You start with something. It doesn't have to be a lot. But here we're talking about the gift of faith, where some believe absolutely have no problem. Seeing things before they are. And believing and praying things to come that are not. Praying with faith that moves the heart of God because it's intertwined with the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit praying through that person with faith. Another, the gift of healing. There are some that have the gift of healing in the in the body of Christ. They believe God heals their childlike faith. They pray things happen. Now, that doesn't mean that every time we pray for someone they get healed. We know that it doesn't always happen, but we know it happens from time to time. And I believe it does have something to do with our childlike faith and dependency upon Him. Faith. So what do you do when you don't have enough faith? You ask God, Lord, I need to have more faith. You ask God to give you give more faith. And then, of course, the scripture says faith comes by hearing, Romans ten seventeen, and hearing by the word of Christ. So the more you soak yourself and saturate yourself in the word of God, the more you have, the more faith begins to arise. Because his word is living and active. Does this make sense? Some things are hard to explain. Some things are more caught than taught. I mean by that is Jesus, when he walked among this earth, he walked by the Spirit of God leading him. In Mark's or Matthew chapter 4, I believe it is, that says the Spirit led him into the wilderness. The Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness to pray and fast. And it was there that he was tempted by the devil, but every time he defeated the devil because of the word of Scripture. Miracles is another one. Healing was the one before that, then another to the effecting of miracles. This could be a category of all kinds of extraordinary things that happened, events that changed, weather patterns that shifted. I'll never forget the time we were pouring concrete in a, on a church project, and, and, the, and the pastor said, I said, I don't know, it looks, it, we already were, were in the middle of the poor. I said, oh, look up there, look look at the black clouds. He said, don't worry, the ladies are praying. He was serious. We have, this is covered. I said, okay. And sure enough, those black clouds sort of just kind of, they begin to part, and they went around. But some would say, well, that's just, you know, nature, that's just, you know, you were lucky. Well, the women were praying. God can do anything. And God saw us that day through without rain. Miracles. And now we get into the prophecy, verse 10. Prophecy. People who are are speaking for things. That is the Holy Spirit is speaking through them. They have a prophetic ministry. I am convinced that all prophecy that is spoken could be measured with the written word of God. First and foremost, that's how you know that they're right on or right off on some other tangent. As to the screen, to the word of this. this never changes. And there are others who have, because of prophecy, there's a need for discerning of spirits and to another kinds of tongues. Some that pray in tongues to God and speak mysteries, or they have a message for the church, speak in tongues, and then there needs to be an interpretation. That's all these nine gifts are for the church. And therefore, for us to encourage each other on, encourage the work of God, to encourage evangelism, to encourage keeping the faith, looking toward the mark, looking forward, as Paul said, I I keep my eyes upon Jesus. And all in all, all these gifts, Oh, there are varieties of ministries and varieties of people, varieties of personalities. The same God and the same Spirit wants to work distributing. Notice verse 11. The same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually just as He wills. In other words, it is the work of the Holy Spirit To distribute the gifts. Now, Paul switches into the next theme. We have a variety of gifts, we also have a variety of people. Members of the body, verse 12, we have many members in the body of Christ across our world. Though they are many, Verse 12, though there are many, are one body, we are one, we, how can that be? Though there are many members, how can there be just one body? Well, we are likening it to our own body. Paul begins to give illustration. I know you and I, if we stub our toe on our, something in the house, the whole body gets woke up. You've had it happen. How many have done that lately? Oh, you yeah. have? Oh, this is fresh to you then. You know, all of a sudden your whole body gives attention. Your body language changes. And I like to keep my little... My toes, my big toes. Not everyone, not everyone in the body of Christ is operating. Some people have lost members of the body, but they keep going. But What Paul is giving illustration here too is that though there are varieties of people, and there will be varieties of ministries, and there'll be varieties of music, and there'll be varieties of preaching style, and there'll be variety, variety, variety. You say, well, I like the old songs. I do too. But somehow we have to kind of keep learning a little bit new stuff, just enough, to get ourselves out of the rut. Can we get in a rut? How many know you can get in a rut? You can start to think, and you know, here's let me back up. You can stop, and you you can just do it without even thinking. And there's a a concern then. Because Isaiah said something to this same thing that the people, they. Worship me with their lips. No one here, not, none of, nobody here does it. But what the, the important thing is, the Holy Spirit wants to bring to life, bring to life, our minds and our hearts. So that we begin to sing the praises with the Holy Spirit beginning to full and beginning to well up within us. And then it becomes more than words. It becomes the heart of who Jesus is in us. and it begins to be offered to the Lord. I'm so glad that everyone is different. Amen. Come on. You're not the same. No one here is alike. Oh, in various ways we are, but everyone is different, and everyone may think a little bit differently, or act a little bit differently, or plan a little bit differently, and that's a good thing, because wouldn't it be boring if we all were looked alike, and we talked the same, and we ate the same food, and boring that's what my kids used to say boring we're looking for something fresh you know what gets us going a new believer in Jesus and they're excited for the things of God and they're a blaze of fire. They don't have all the stuff down yet. They don't always talk the way we should think they should talk. They don't always, you know, they're, they're just moving around and they don't dress the same way, but they have Jesus and something is churning in their heart. And they're a member. Oh, we used to say... We used to hear things in college, like some of the, the the instructors would say things like this. One of them would say this. Well, don't worry about that person who gets all excited about the Lord because there's always enough wet blankets to put the fire on. He was just, you know, <laughs> he was kidding, but he was making a point. We've got to be willing to encourage those who are starting out just as much as encouraging those who are trying to keep up, keep the faith. There's this admonition, this this whole theme that is, is written here. Though we are different, though we may not always agree, and guess what? We will have conflict. Hello, come on. Are you married? If you've been married, you have had conflict. Right? Or, come on. A little bit. Not much. Not bad. Well, guess what? It's impossible not to have conflict because we sometimes think differently. Sometimes we don't think at all. Now that's the problem. What are you thinking? We hear that. What were you thinking? And we say, you weren't thinking. The variety of challenges The variety of kids and young people, teenagers, young adults, it's all thrown together, and we're in this mixing bowl. Remember them old mixing bowls? I think there were some that went like this, but most of them went like this. And you thought, what in the world? What God is doing with us? Is unique because I'll never grow as much as I should unless I am with community and brothers and sisters in Christ who love me and would say something to, to encourage me or to say something that would help me get better. You know what I'm saying? The body of Christ was never meant to wanting. You do, this hand is over here, he's doing his own thing. and there's a fear over here, and he's doing his own thing. The body of Christ was meant to dwell together as one person. And they were all working together to encourage each other on to be their best, to be their strong force. But in the early church, even the early church, even the people that were filled with the Holy Spirit, and spoke in other tongues. They also had conflict. Why? Well, read a verse, Acts 6, 1. Now at this time, while the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint, oh, 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 somebody complained. Ah. It arose on the part of the Hellenistic Jew. What in the world is who are they? Who are these people? Well, they were Greek-speaking. I believe it is just a difference that they were difference in their language versus the native Hebrew-speaking Jews. And so they had this kind of a thing they had to work out. And Here was the problem that their widows, the widows were being overlooked in the daily serving of food. Now, this was was a legitimate complaint. Someone had the nerve, someone had the heart to bring up the matter that was important. We mustn't overlook those who are in need. And so they they put their heads together and they decided we're going to assign people that will help these people. And they, the word deacon comes in, servants, deacons. And they took care of the tables because the apostle says, our primary role is to preach and teach the word of God. My, our primary role is to have prayer and preach and teach the word of God. Now that's not to say that other ministries aren't important. That just so happens that they understood their callings. Friends, we need to operate in our giftings. You, you will find a person that has a gift and, and let them turn them loose. Find a person that enjoys doing something and they fly with it. Put a person in that's sort of, I don't know if I can do this. and not sure. They're not, they don't really want to do it, but they do it because they have to. They burn out, quickly. You're catching what I'm laying down, it's the gifts. I'm so glad that Joe plowed the snow this morning, though I shoveled a little bit. His machine moved much more snow than mine did. It was a good thing. But no one can make bars like Jackie that, you know. It's just all variety of people Doing different things, but the same Lord, the same cause, same effect, as unto the Lord. Where would the? Well, let me skip down. Where would, where would we be if we didn't have a variety of gifts given in peoples? Well, you wonder. Well, you say, well, where do I fit in? What? What can I do? Well, stick around long enough. and We'll find something. You know, I don't, it doesn't have to be a big thing. For some of us, our gifts is just to show up, be here, and be faithful. Hallelujah. Some of you are praying behind the scenes. Others of you are outgoing and you love the greet. That's, Tremendous, tremendous assets for welcoming people. I love to grab a hold of verse 18. This puts puts it in perspective to me. Because God has placed the members, God has placed the members, each one of them in the body, just as he desire. Oh, so it's God's work. It's God's, what what he wants to have happen in his body, he knows where you'll fit in the best. He knows where your giftings will work the best. And therefore, no worker, no worker, no matter how big or small, is unimportant. Unimportant everyone is important everyone in fact even those who are small in their own eyes are small and significant following on even those who seem to have less even those who seem they, they they are lacking they are actually in a place where god composed the body verse 24 giving more abundant honor Gives them more abundant honor so that the members which lack, that there would be no division. In other words, we can build together more than we can apart from each other. Sensitivity. Remember Don when he was here, he loved I, I never met a man. He came to me and said, I wanna I wanna be the church janitor. I bought fell over it, although I didn't show it, but inside I was like, no, no one's ever asked me to be the janitor. He loved to be the janitor. He loved to clean. And he and he just you could tell he, he just made things look good, smell good. It was his gift. It was his it was his calling. And I'm thinking, Lord, how blessed. How blessed I am. That was before we had Austin. You know. Austin, he's, he's, he's doing several jobs in the church. We appreciate Austin. But there are others. Every one of you, my heart just says, Thank you, Jesus. Some folks are struggling right now in this fellowship. Health wise, things are going on. That doesn't mean we drop them. We don't stop thinking about, we keep praying for them, we keep believing, God, we will raise them up. In fact, they are very important to you and I. We want to pray one for another. We want to believe God is going to use us together to make a difference in this community. I want to believe God that He will add to this church. That, and this the, the thinking it comes from but what he said himself, I will build my church. I will build my church. Nothing shall stand in its way. Even the gates of hell lot stand in the way of God building his church. And God has been building his church down through the years. And even as I look across our communities and I think, wow, that church has been there a long time. Not very big, but it's still going. There's still people coming. And there's people that have grown up in the church and they've left the church. They've they got families and they went into the world or they went into missions. We've got to see the big picture. That so Though we may not have a lot of people here right now, we've got to look beyond and see there are people that have come out of this church and have gone into the communities and into the, the workplaces, into the mission fields. Amen? There are varieties. The church is alive today. The Church of Jesus Christ is on the, on the, on, the, on the. Going forward, the church is not pictured as well. We're hanging on to the end. Well, I hope Jesus comes because I can't hang out much longer, right? No, 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 no. Come on, we're, we're taking, we're taking ground. We're going forward. We're going to enter. The workplace on Monday and say this is, this is where God has called me, this is where I'm going to, I'm going to stand and shine for Him, and this is what it's all about. And we we get down to these, we go from the gifts, the nine gifts, we go down to the varieties of people, varieties of of personalities, varieties of of giftings and callings, and then He's talking about. Some questions he asks. Not everyone has the gift to be a teacher. I'm just kind of paraphrasing. Verse 28. Not everyone has the gifts of healings. So what he's saying is, if you don't have that gift that brother or sister has, don't worry about it. Listen. Look as you read on. There is one gift in here that I think is overlooked. Quite often, we have the big gifts like the miracles, the gifts, of healing, the teaching, the prophets, the administrations, the various kinds of times. Then we got helps. The word helps shows up. The gift to help. Lord knows we need help. We need people that will help. Someone might have the vision or the idea. But other people say, Well, how is that really gonna happen? Have you have you figured out how we're going to do this? And so they start to work on it, and they begin to think on it. But well, what about this? And so they begin to help. You can't sometimes you can't get on the roof without a ladder, right? You gotta have some help. Someone needs to maybe hold a ladder. Amen. Sometimes we have got to build scaffolding to get to the roof. Some people are like scaffolding in the church. They help shore up. They help support. And this is where every one of us is important. I want to encourage you today. You are valuable. You are precious. Your heart is what God sees. Your willingness to serve Your desire to see things go forward as everyone is important in this fellowship. Let us be reminded it doesn't matter how small you feel like you are. Guess what? God uses small things. God uses small beginnings. God took a small boy's small lunch and fed Thousands because he was willing to share it. He could have said, No, this is my lunch. Did you guys have enough brains to bring your own lunch? He could have been downright resistant. But Jesus, when he said, What do you have? What do you have? What's in our hands today? What's in our homes? What's in our hearts? What's in your heart to do? If you could just have the time to do it, what would you, what do you want to do? As we pray about that or think about that, maybe today is just to, to love somebody. Maybe it's someone that needs a listening ear. Maybe it's someone that needs to know that you care somehow. We sing that old song way back. We used to sing it, oh my goodness, little as much when God is in it. Yeah? Little as much when God is in it. Can't remember the rest of the words. Then we used to sing growing up, I surrender all. That always got me. I surrender. I think I'm going to sing that one just, just, just to wrap it up. I'm going to change things up, Austin or Bobby. <laughs> can I do that? Because I believe the law of the spirit can help us when we come to a point where we say, "I don't know what to do. I don't know." What to say? My mother used to say, "This: no many problems can be solved at the altar. No many conflicts can be resolved at the altar. But God can give you and I the wisdom and the perspective and to know how to respond." So, we got to get the pages coming. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I surrender all is 166. I hope you can grab that up for us. And we'll sing it together. It's a benediction prayer-like, prayerful song. And to Jesus.
1: mics pastor can I add something Sure. when <laughs> you were talking about um, using our gifts sure. that is what has really come to my mind lately that some of the best things that come the best thing that can come out of the church is that we know the Lord right and I do know pastor does like Jackie's brownies or bars but I've been thinking lately, a couple weeks ago, when my nephew was seven, was playing the drums, and we've seen other kids through the years, like, use their learn to use their gifts. It is really one of the most important things of our church that we can raise people up for the next generation, to so use their gifts. Even though we're, we're smaller, and Pastor and I were listening to a sermon this morning And uh, they were talking about how this gal came to know the Lord. And um, she decided she was going to tell someone else. And she tried to tell two people on the bus, and it didn't work out. Um, And this was, like, many years ago. But she got home, and at the end of the day, she said, I told God I was going to witness to someone, and I didn't. So she took the phone book, and she opened up the phone book, and she called someone, and they're like, "Who is this?" And she started singing "Just as I am," both verses. And in the end, he ended up coming. He and his wife ended up coming to the same services that she had been in, coming to know the Lord. But I was thinking about that. How can we share? Well, for the people who are at home, you can click share. Or for us, we we have of people here, but we have people with our online presence that we can share with somebody else. So sometimes that's an easy way to use our gifts and, and share.
0: Oh.